This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Oregon, attacking the middle. Aaron Gordon! Oh my goodness! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Watch, rising again. Ladies and gentlemen, the human torch. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome into Magic Drive Time. We're presented by the International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman here with you in the big chair today. Dante Marcatelli, a little light work, uh, will be my co-host for the show. We'll talk to Dante coming up here in just a moment. Magic take the L yesterday, the matinee game at Madison Square Garden. They fall to the New York Knicks in what turned out to be a very entertaining game, but 91-84 was the final, and this road trip continues. It'll be uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow in Minneapolis. It's an 8 o'clock tip. And then we'll finish things off uh, with the Indiana Pacers before heading home for a a bit of a homestand there. Dante, uh, we talked after the game yesterday. Obviously, it's uh, it's six straight losses now. The six and two start to the season kind of feels like it was ages ago. Um, But, I mean, we're going to be 20% through the season by the end of the game tomorrow. By the start of next week, we'll be at the quarter pole of the season. Um, The schedule doesn't let up. It it keeps coming pretty – pretty fast and furious, but I mean, you could have looked at this stretch uh, at the beginning of the year and you knew it was going to be, even if the team was fully healthy, it was going to be a a tough stretch with matchups in Texas against Houston and Dallas. And then this East coast trip uh, with Boston, Brooklyn, we didn't know at the beginning of the year, Brooklyn would have James Harden on their team. Uh, They look very, very dangerous. If you saw what they were able to do last night, and I've got some stats. I want to talk about the nets uh, coming up here in segment two, but Um, look, a tough stretch. It was going to be tough no matter what. It felt like a winnable game yesterday. It was a winnable game yesterday. Um, but you know, ideally six and eight, it, it, it feels, it feels pretty rough right now. Um, but I do think there's a reprieve coming once you get healthy and once the schedule levels off a little bit, you can't just get stuck in the fact that you're now six and eight. You look at the standings in the Eastern conference D you know, you're a game out of the playoffs right now. And you're what, uh, a game and a half behind, uh, the Knicks for the sixth seed, uh, potentially the five seed in the Eastern Conference. So it, it, it's difficult right now, but you, I think you got to have faith that if you can hang around 500 here and get through the tough part of the season, get through some of these injuries, things will level off a little bit. Well, I think that's it. And it's, it's so easy to get caught up in. I, we did it. We did the show la- yesterday after the game, right? And you're sitting there thinking, my, you scored 84 points. And it was, it was frustrating and you wanted to knock down shots. And, you know, it's now six consecutive losses. But then if you take a second back, you know, which, which we have the time, you know, we, we have the luxury of doing now, uh, the day later, and you realize, okay, you're six and eight. It's not, it's not where you wanted to be. You, you always want to have a winning record. And when you start six and two and four and oh, you know, you, you have aspirations of maybe getting into the top four or five in the Eastern Conference. And not to say that that can't happen, because as you mentioned, you're two and a half games you're two and a half games out of fifth and you're a half a game out of sixth, you know, as, as rough as it feels at six and eight, but you're beat up. You don't have guys there. Evan Fournier missed his ninth game yesterday. You haven't had Michael Carter Williams for a stretch as well. You know, you're not getting Markel Fultz back and no one knows what's going on with Chuma or Mo, you know, if we're getting closer or not with those guys. So, so there's so much uncertainty and through all of that, you know, you're, you're, probably right where you should be <laughs> you're probably right you know just just on the outside of the playoffs looking in so it's where we go from here and you're coming out of that murderer's row from that schedule I mean that was just a brutal brutal stretch uh, yesterday was it that was certainly a winnable game uh, so that's what makes that frustrating but hey you have a chance to to now two full days in Minnesota to get ready 
uh, for that game here tomorrow. And you come back, and, and if you can get that one, you're seven and eight, and you're right back in the playoff picture. Uh, so it doesn't feel great because of everything you've gone through the last six games, but you know, you're only 13 games in and you have plenty of time to turn this thing around. And let's just say this, not to belabor yesterday too much, but you know, it, it, they're not the Knicks of years past. Like Tom Thibodeau instantly changed the, the direction and kind of the, um, the day-to-day for that team. That's not an easy team to go get a victory against. Yeah, they don't have as much talent as maybe other teams in the conference, but that team plays hard. They're tough. And Thibodeau has whipped them into shape pretty quickly. No, he certainly has. And then they don't forget they blew out Boston by 30 the day before. Right. A Boston Celtics team that had Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. And, you know, they, they have a lot of day. Exactly. There's a lot of talent that, you know, with, with that team. And, but you can't, you're not going to beat anybody. You're just not going to beat anybody in the NBA shooting 34% and 12 of 38 from three. You right. just not. Now, conversely, if you're the New York Knicks, you're saying we're not going to beat anybody shooting 36% and only hitting five threes. Right. So they, you know, they're feeling pretty good that they were able to get out of it. But, uh, you know, it's the 34 free throw attempts. That was the difference in that basketball game. So Magic have won games early in the season when they were able to get to the free throw line. And that hurt them yesterday. But you're right. It's a different team. It's a scrappy team. It's a New York Knicks team uh, that, that's going to scratch and claw. You know, Jake, we don't like those teams. Those teams that are very physical and get up into us and are long and, and cause us problems and pick and roll Matt, you know, nightmares, those are hard for us, and they have been for years. And that's another example. Those Tom Thibodeau coach teams are, are going to be a problem. So it's if there's one thing we know about this group, because we've had to the last several years, quick is a short-term memory. These guys will go to into the game tomorrow having no idea that they lost six consecutive games, and it'll be a brand-new approach, and they'll go out there and compete and, and hopefully get another one tomorrow. Let me ask you this. Um, I talked to Jeff Turner in the pregame. Uh, a couple days ago about this. It, it, then whatever it, Jeff said is right. <laughs> but here's the thing. He didn't have a clear answer with this because it's what it's kind of a philosophical question. It's like chicken egg with this team right now because we know the offense is an issue, right? You're uh, last in the league in assists per night. You're last in the league in three-point shooting percentage. You're last in the league in effective field goal percentage. The offense is an issue. Perimeter shooting is an issue. And we can say ad nauseum that you got to keep moving the ball and find good shots. And we know that, um, that that's kind of the – uh, the elixir to, to solving the offensive woes, but it's, it's difficult right now, largely because of injuries, but also because um, you, you've just got a group that's not knocking down shots. And, you know, tomorrow they might make 15 threes and, uh, and everything will look good. But I can't figure out if, if the offense will look better, if the defense improves, or if the defense will look better, <laughs> if the offense improves. And Cliff keeps saying, you know, the defense has been pretty good. Um, our offense is kind of setting us up and putting us in bad situations on the defensive end. But then I say to myself, you know what? I, I know the backbone of a Steve Clifford team is a strong defense. And yes, the offense has been a problem, but the defense, the numbers have really fallen off a cliff defensively. And I don't, when I say cliff, I don't mean uh, <laughs> a pun intended. It, it, it feels Physical like cliff, yes. the way, the way this team night to night can stay in games is with its defense. And then you just kind of got to hope um, that shots fall for you on, on that given night. Uh, how do you see that sort of playing out? I feel like the defense needs to step up first and foremost. No, I agree. That, that, you look at the last month or two months of the season, two years ago, when they couldn't clinch the playoff berth for the first time in six years, uh, that was a staple. They were the best defensive team in the NBA. We went into every single game for the last two, two and a half months 
knowing we would be in it. And it, the only difference was if, if we caught fire and, and we were going to make a lot of threes, we're going to win big. Uh, but if we were going to struggle to shoot the basketball, we were going to be in it. and We're going to have to just find other ways to win down the stretch. Uh, and, and they, you know, they finished with a terrific record there, those final 31 games. And that was due to their, I think it was something like 19 and 12 or something like that there. I, I don't remember the exact number, but they were the best defensive team for the final 31 games of the year. And that's what, that's what turned things around. That's what got them from 11 games under 500 to finishing the season two games over 500 and getting a playoff spot, getting up to seven in the Eastern Conference and unfortunately drawing Toronto. Uh, but the way they defended allowed them to win that first game and it kept them in every game in that series. So to me, that, that's how you have to do it because we, we are not in a position with this roster and we haven't been for years. This can't be a surprise that we're 30th in three-point shooting. Just it's Unfortunately, that's, that's kind of how it's been the last couple of years. We, we just don't have a juggernaut offense. This has to be a defensive team. And if for offense, you're going to have to squeak out extra possessions. That's why I love what Cliff is doing. Uh, with the offensive rebounding. Anytime you can get a couple of offensive rebounds, do it. You, know, you need to get possessions the best you can. Yep. Get to the free throw line. 14 of 16 from the free throw line wasn't enough. We, we need to get 20, 25 free throw attempts a game. That's another way you can score. This up-tempo pace uh, that they were playing with, it's tough to do it now because when you're having Markell and you know you're going to protect the basketball, for a rookie to be up-tempo, I just think it, it lends itself to more mistakes and we can't afford to have the turnovers. Uh, with guys getting, you know, we weren't a big fast-breaking team even with Markel. We we just played quicker. Right. You know, I, I think you can have a sense of purpose, uh, determination. You you have to cut hard. I think we got to screen better. I think we got to cut hard. I think we got to create extra possessions with offensive rebounding. But it's got to come to it's got to come down to defense. And you're not going to be that elite defense without Jonathan Isaac. You're just not. Uh, that's what helped there down the stretch uh, two years ago. Uh, but you can be better than you have been. And if you defend like you did yesterday, yesterday was a terrific job defensively. If you can start to turn the tide as far as that goes, uh, and leave it up to Coach Cliff. He'll find ways to put in wrinkles and, and keep this team in games every night. Uh, but I, I think they have to do it defensively. And then, you know, then you can survive those nights where you're 12 of 38. Right. Three. But you got to – and to me, Jake, I, I think – I think we got to cut out on the threes. I think we have to pound the paint. I, I think I, I don't care if we take 50 layups and 42 of them get blocked. I, we have to find a way to get in the paint and create offense that way because we're just not shooting it well enough right now. And I don't know if we have the horses without Evan to shoot it well moving forward. So we got to find a way to score in other ways. Yeah, and you know it's it's one of those things. You need an identity offensively, and you had one with Mark. I thought it was interesting. Cliff uh, after the game against Brooklyn said point blank, and you usually don't hear coaches saying he's like the Mark Hill injury really set us back. I mean, it yeah. really sort of threw us sideways with what we were trying to do. Um, and now you're you know as we've been saying, you're recreating yourself on the fly. So if that becomes your identity offensively, you're going to pump the ball into Vooch or Ken Birch or whatever. You're going to attack the paint. Then you can start to sort of. Um, develop wrinkles off of that. And Cliff, it, it feels like he's a mad scientist right now. I mean, he's messing with the rotations sure. as much as possible. Ken Birch, the last two games, has been the first guy off the bench, checking in around the you know the six-minute mark in the first quarter for Aaron Gordon, which is a development. Now you're getting Ken and Vooch on the floor together a lot, whereas it was sort of a, a gimmick that you saw before. But, you know, the bottom line is offensively, um, you're, you're just searching for answers and, you know, you might not necessarily be able to find it. And then the other thing that, that I think we've sort of underrated is when you lose Markel, you lose his defense. And yeah. I mean, you know, I, 
the last couple games, and this isn't to, to place blame on anybody in particular, but those blow-bys, I mean, you have to stay in front of guys, um, and, and you're getting way too much dribble penetration um, by opposing guards and ball handlers, and now all of a sudden you got your defense scrambling that puts everybody behind the eight ball. No, it does, and that's been a thing for a couple of years is those straight blow-bys. Yeah. You know, our, our defense and, you know, the – the, the staple of a Coach Cliff team is to you just – and Brian Hill says it all the time on the, on the telecast. you you got to get them to at least go one or two dribbles, you know, uh, east and west. Right. You have to find a way to at least be enough of a resistance to slow them down where they have to go out of their way uh, to the left or the right enough for your help to come. Because if, you, if they just blow right by you, there's no time for your help to come. Or if your help can get there in time, then you dump it off to someone. That's why we see so many times Vooch comes over to help. He's always in the right spot, uh, but they just pass right around him. Because, you know, he's got to come stop the ball because uh, the balls, you know, can be in the paint a lot and they're able to lay it in. So th- those things when they're, when they're on and they're, and they're keeping the ball in front of it and they're, you know, showing that energy out on the perimeter defensively, then, then we're a much better team. And we, we do that. We do that for stretches as well. Uh, but yeah, they, they got to find those blow buys can kill you. And I just think they got to find a way to, to get back to what works for them. And, and you're right. If you have to have an identity, then the identity of this team is going to have to be on the defensive end. The Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles reminds you that texting and driving is against the law and it could have deadly consequences. Remember, put it down and focus on driving. We're going to focus on the rest of the league when we come back. Little hoop scoop. Uh, a lot of changes over the last couple of days across the league. And I want to ask Dante about the Brooklyn Nets because that looks like a very, very scary proposition for the rest of the Eastern Conference. It's Magic Drive Time. We're presented by the International Diamond Center. More when we come back right here, FM 96.9 The Game. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. Our magic never compromise on the court, and magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Orlando Magic fans, it's time to experience Magic Together. Tickets are on sale now for upcoming games at Amway Center. See how the Magic have prepared for fans this season and what you can do to be a team player by visiting orlandomagic.com slash health and safety. Then buy your tickets to watch the Magic take on teams like the Clippers, Golden State Warriors, and the Dallas Mavericks. Tickets are limited, so buy now at orlandomagic.com and get ready to enjoy Magic Together. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. 
going back to the school can be difficult, but Florida Technical College showed me the way. Thanks to FTC, I got my diploma in medical billing and coding. My name is Carla Finol, and now I'm working as an NBC office coordinator. See why Florida Technical College has been the choice of people like you since 1982. Learn more about our diploma, associate, and bachelor's degree programs at ftccollege.edu or call 888-981-9707. FTC, your partner in success. Simply IOA is home and auto insurance you buy online in three minutes or less. And we're proud to be the official insurance broker of the Orlando Magic. Simply IOA lets you compare policies from the nation's most trusted insurance companies, receive quotes, and buy coverage all in less than three minutes. So you'll have more time to cheer on the Orlando Magic. Visit simplyioa.com slash magic. Simply IOA is powered by Insurance Office of America. Hey, Dante, what's your favorite thing about a Magic win? No-brainer, Jake. 50% off at PapaJohns.com the day after every Magic win. Magic win and fans win with Papa John's because they get 50% off their entire online order. And it's so simple. Just enter the promo code MAGICWIN when you order online at PapaJohns.com. And now you won't miss a shot because you can track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's Pizza, official pizza of your Orlando Magic. Valid online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. Hey, Florida, if you need to venture out to get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service. And remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limits. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. This is Tance Ross of the Orlando Magic. You're listening to Magic Drive Time on Orlando Sports Leader 96.9 The Game. And welcome back into Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you. We're presented by the International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, my co-host for tonight, the Magic in Minneapolis. We'll see the Timberwolves tomorrow, 8 o'clock for the tip. I'll have Magic tonight for you at 7.30 uh, on the Magic Radio Network. And here on FM 96.9, the game. Uh, day off for the Magic today, practice day anyways, as they continue this road trip. And so for the last couple minutes of the show, how about a little hoop scoop? As part of our obligation to you, the fan, we've spent countless minutes scouring the internet today to bring you the hottest NBA topics. This is Hoop Scoop. All right, Dante, I don't know if you were able to catch the uh, end of the Brooklyn-Milwaukee game last night, but the Nets win at 125-123. Kyrie Irving's coming back at some point, but James Harden, 34 points, 12 assists, six rebounds in that game. Durant was playing like an MVP before Harden got there. In his two games with the Nets, D, James Harden has scored or assisted on 129 points. Wow. Let me ask you this. When they get Kyrie back, is he going to upset that apple cart at all? Uh, or is that team, I mean, I'm sitting there going, I don't know who is going to be able to beat that team four times in a seven-game series in the Eastern Conference. They look very scary. Well, you're right. That's the thing. You can get a game on them. You know, right. they'll be upset, and some of them, one of those guys will go cold and, and all that. But who's going to beat them in a four-game series? The, the team that's supposed to beat them in a series was the team that lost to them yesterday, uh, like like you mentioned, and, and they gave up 125 points. I, the Brooklyn team that I saw, Jake, they did not have Kyrie. You had two guys to worry about. 
and you couldn't come close to stopping either one of them. Yep. That's no knock on the Magic defense. That's just how good they are. You have James Harden and Kevin Durant. They both can create. You can't double-team them because then they can go to one of the other two options. I think Kyrie coming back messes the whole thing up. Do you? I do, because he's going to get his touches. He's going to take his shots. And I, I don't know that they need him. Or maybe you can bring him off the bench and he can run the second unit. I, I have no idea how you make that whole thing work in Brooklyn. I don't. I don't think you need him, but I also don't know if it messes it up, and here's why. Um, Durant. Like, I, don't you think Durant is going to be able to sort of smooth everything over? Uh, Kyrie is Kyrie is goofy, but Harden and Durant are such great passers, and they're so good at kind of filling in when need be. Harden, maybe, like maybe Harden gets uncomfortable not having the ball in his hands as much as he would like. Um, but, man... Just the firepower of having those three guys, if they're able to share the ball, and if they're able, if Nash is able to put in any semblance of a structure of an offense, um, ooh, that that is that's freaky. Well, the other thing, too, you bring up a good point, because if Kyrie's got the basketball, now Harden kind of can spot up. You know, he goes yeah. back to the, the two-guard spot. He can just spot up and drain threes all day. But he's got 34 points, 12 assists, six rebounds. I mean, those two working together, you know, get, and I, I don't know. He's going to have to have the ball less, you know, in his hands less. And he's so productive. He's so efficient. The 13 for 25. I mean, now Kyrie has every right to be, you know, he could be every bit as efficient as that. And it gives you another weapon. But I think Harden will sacrifice the touches. Uh, just Kyrie's going to have to be just as efficient as James was. And he probably will. But I just think everything that comes with Kyrie. If there's any chance to mess that up, it's going to be from within. Because <laughs> I don't think anybody can beat them uh, without them imploding from within. Yeah, no, I think you're probably right. Um, the uh, the problem of too much talent, which sometimes Kyrie Irving brings. Somehow, this is the 13 now, where it feels like maybe they have too much talent, and it's always uh, it's always tied to Kyrie. And you know what's Irving. a shame about Kyrie? You know, we all saw the you know he spent money. Uh, you know, the the Floyd family who. Yeah went through that horrible, horrible tragedy. And, you know, and, and he bought, you know, the Floyd family members a, a new home. And yep. you see those things. He's done that. He's very charitable. And he's made unbelievably incredible, generous gestures throughout the years. It, it's the other stuff that's just puzzling, you know, staying away from basketball. So they, he's got an unbelievable heart, but he's just got to find a way to put it all together. And, you know, nobody's the perfect package, but he just, he, he battles a lot of those things. And if he can put that all to the side and come back and play basketball, uh, then watch out. Yeah. No, and I heard Mark Daniels make a great point today on 96.9. Um, he said, you know, you can do both things. You can be a good person here, but I can also still have a problem with the fact that you left your team hang, you know, out to dry uh, for the last two weeks. Like, that doesn't sure. completely absolve you from the fact right. that you went AWOL uh, as far as the Brooklyn Nets go. Last thing, the, um, the Warriors knock off the Lakers last night. The other headliner, 115-113, the final there. Golden State now 7-6. and six. They're healthy. They got Draymond back. Um, I, I think rumors of Steph Curry's demise were, were slightly exaggerated. He's been playing his butt <laughs> off. Um, I, I just kind of like seeing them relevant. Like, I wasn't, you know, I realized injuries happened last year, but I don't like seeing Steph Curry uh, on a team as bad as the Warriors were last year. I, I need them to be relevant in the Western Conference, and I need Steph to be hitting shots like he's been doing so far this year. I just love watching the guy. Well, we needed someone to light a fire under him, I guess. You know, he, he was still great. He was still having 20. What he was doing this year that everyone was saying he was he was not being as productive and, and maybe he's on the decline were career numbers for anybody else. Right? So we, we just expect so much of this guy. 
Uh, but that lit on that lit him on fire, and he had that explosive game a, a couple of weeks ago, and he's been on fire since then. And and yeah, you're right. The Golden State Warriors without Clay Thompson, you know, without Kevin Durant, that's a lot of firepower. They're seven and six and seventh in the Western Conference. I mean, they're going to be battling for a playoff spot. And who the heck would want to play Steph Curry in the first round? To me, Jake, does it not set up perfect? I, I just would love nothing more. Then until the Nets came along, it was so easy to root against the Clippers. How great would it be after everything that was done? Doc isn't the guy. We got to go a different direction. Paul George can't you know produce when it's a big game. How, how much would you love to see the Golden State Warriors knock out the LA Clippers in the first round of the playoffs? That'd be outstanding. But I'll tell you what, D, that Clippers team. I mean, they have. I, I think they've gelled. Um, they're pretty scary right now. They're uh, they're scoring. Uh, 115 points a night. They're 10 and four on the year. They've won four in a row. Um, it's it, it's come together, and I'm not. I don't think it's because Ty Ty Lue came in and um, getting rid of Doc made it all work. I think it's because of the way it ended last year. They're all locked in and refocused. Um, but that would be outstanding. I, I would love uh, to see a first round matchup with those two teams. I think that well, and as great as they are, and as much as everything has gelled, they're two games ahead of the Warriors. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like that that's how wild all of this is. Like that's how the to me the Los Angeles Lakers are by far the best team in the NBA that every time well, maybe until James Harden joined the Brooklyn Nets, but they, they to me head and shoulders above everybody and nobody's gonna stop them. Half a game ahead of the Clippers. I mean yep. there, there's so much to be sorted out and we don't know where we're going yet here. But I, I just would love to see a Clipper team that is all but expected to be back into the Western Conference Finals, if not the NBA finals to be upset again so we can have these same conversations again for the next 11 months. I just and if it. you want to see those Clippers, you can experience Magic Together live hey, as your well Magic host, the Los Angeles Clippers. Friday, January 29th, it's presented by Walt Disney World. See the Magic take on Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, not playoff P, but uh, the rest of the Clippers during their only visit to the AC, limit, limited seating capacity is available. Get your tickets now at orlandomagic.com. He's Dante Marcatelli. I'm Jake Chapman. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Magic Drive Time right here, 96.9 The Game. Mac and cheese are one tasty pair. How could you make them even tastier? With the chicken you love, of course. Chick-fil-A nuggets and a side of mac and cheese provide a crispy, creamy combo bound to please every taste bud. The dunkable, freshly breaded goodness of Chick-fil-A nuggets is the perfect match for the creamy cheesiness of fresh-baked mac and cheese. Just stop by your local Chick-fil-A for a delicious duo. Hey, Florida, if you need to venture out to get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service. And remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limits. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation.